Welcome to the podcast of Christ Covenant Church, a congregation of the Presbyterian Church in America, located in the township of Langley, British Columbia. My name is Gary Vanderveen, and I'm the senior pastor here. If you would like to know more about our congregation, please visit us online at www.langleychurch.org. Sermon Commentary for the week of May 24th, 2020. Our sermon text is Acts 1, verses 1 through 11. Verse 8 is central to our understanding of the church's witness and mission. Jesus calls us to be his witnesses, witnesses to the kingdom of God to the end of the earth. James Montgomery Boyce notes how quickly the early church did just that. He writes, I do not sense that Christians today are always fully aware of how thoroughly that plan was carried out by the first generation of the church. The entire pagan world acknowledged as fact the early Christian apologists claimed that Christianity had permeated everywhere. Tertullian, who wrote around the year 200, declared in his apology, We are but of yesterday, and we have filled every place among you, cities, islands, fortresses, towns, marketplaces, the very camp, tribes, companies, palace, senate, forum. We have left nothing to you but the temples of your gods. Historians have asked how this first generation of Christians, who for the most part were unlearned men and women, could have propagated the gospel so rapidly. A German church historian of the 19th century knew how. He said, We cannot hesitate to believe that the great mission of Christianity was in reality accomplished by means of informal missionaries. That was the secret. Every Christian, not just a formal order of missionaries supplied by the Christians at home, considered it his or her obligation to bear witness. Mike Goheen reminds us that God longs to see all peoples and nations come to faith. And this is why he gives the church a long period of time to witness to the kingdom. Goheen observes, God is patient and kind, postponing judgment because he does not want any to perish, but all to come to repentance. The gospel will be made known throughout the whole world, and then the end will come. This is an era of witness. Judgment has been postponed so that the people of God might witness to God's kingdom and all might repent and enter the kingdom of God. This is an era of mission. The people of God are sent to continue the kingdom mission of Jesus. What time is it? It is an era of witness and mission. Goheen also notes the comprehensive nature of bearing witness. He continues, The language of witness and mission might easily be understood. Often, witness and mission have been reduced to sending out missionaries and evangelists or evangelistic encounters with their neighbors and co-workers. While these are important, witness cannot be reduced to a verbal articulation of the gospel or to certain kinds of service activity. We are called in the entirety of our lives to witness to the kingdom of God. Since it is a witness to the kingdom, and since that witness is in word, deed, and life, from one perspective we can say that all of life is witness. The task of God's people is to make known the good news of God's renewed reign over the entirety of creation. 
Christ's kingly authority extends over the whole world. God's mission is equally comprehensive. To embody the good news that Jesus again rules over marriage and family, business and politics, art and athletics, leisure and scholarship, sex and technology. Since the gospel is a gospel of the kingdom, that mission is as wide as creation. However, it is not just these big cultural and societal issues that are part of the church's mission. Our mission is also to bear witness in the daily affairs of our private lives. By far, the largest part of our existence is involved in the stuff of everyday life. We sleep, we work, we eat, we rest, we tell stories, we sing songs, we play games, we get married, we raise our children, we tend the sick, we visit our relatives, we bury and mourn our dead. Even if we are pastors, missionaries, or evangelists, we spend most of our earthly lives doing these everyday activities. It is precisely in these ordinary activities that the Christian community is called to witness to the gospel. The very shape of our lives needs to be a legible letter speaking of Christ and his rule. When we do explain the gospel, such a verbal presentation should be embedded in the warp and woof of our daily Christian lives, which in their integrity testify to Christ's saving power.